Welcome to a James Brindley Academy podcast. To learn more about our academy, head to www.jamesbrindley.org.uk. You can download all of our podcasts via the website or stream them on Spotify. Thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Sanjay. I'm a progress mentor here at James Brindley Academy. And today we're uh, going to talk about the pupil-centered approach. Um, which is the core founding, well, the core philosophy of all the work that we do here with all the pupils that we work with. Although you may be asking what a pupil-centred approach is or some of you may already be putting this into practice, we just want to pick apart how we apply it in our school and what it actually means because it's extremely important. So my specialism is in the person-centred approach because I had a background in psychology, mental health and counselling. So coming into education, I wasn't really sure about how I was going to utilise these skills. But actually it's proving to be very beneficial, but not just amongst myself, but various members of staff that I work with. So when I started working in the school, I thought, what can I extract from my background um, that I can apply effectively, uh, which is why I've started to do a lot of SEMH interventions as well as supporting with literacy and numeracy. So before I go into giving some examples of how I use the approach in school, I'm just going to quickly go through some of the theoretical background. So the, the theory is person-centred, which is founded by Carl Rogers. It's a client-led approach which believes that the client themselves are the experts. So in our case, it would be the pupils. They are the experts of themselves. And although it's non-directive, people might be wondering how we can go about that in our day-to-day lives because pupils are here to learn from us. That is why in person-centred theory, the focus is on the process and the relationship it's not goal-orientated, which is why the expert is not us. The expert is the person that we wish to grow. So in order to build that positive working relationship with our pupils or clients, it is important that we put into practice the core conditions of person-centred theory. Now this is something that every therapist or counsellor would know as bread and butter, And within our school, it is something that we do apply um, because it has proven to be what really creates the bridge for learning between ourselves and the pupils. So firstly, the first core condition is empathy. So not only are we trying to recognise what our pupils are experiencing or feeling, we're trying to put ourselves in their shoes. And the nature of James Brindley Academy is that we take on pupils from various backgrounds where they've had some really serious challenges and barriers to learning and holistic development because it's not fair to to force any young person or or child to go on a path that probably isn't suited to them that is what we want to really uncover here because not everything is based on academia there's a there's a big broad world out there where these pupils can be 
really, really powerful and they can grow into something really successful. So that empathy is, is something that we really focus on every single day. What are, what are our pupils experiencing? The second core condition is congruence, which in other words is your ability to be as genuine and as honest as you can. So if we aren't being honest with our pupils, it's going to be really difficult to expect that they're going to be honest with us. And also, how do we role model what honesty is? If we don't role model it, then the pupils are going to struggle to learn that themselves. And that's a big part of trying to uncover what they need. We can always try and guess, but how beneficial would it be if our pupils could say, Sir, I'm really upset about this. Can you help me? They've done half the work for us. So you can imagine how, how much more effective we can be as, as professionals because it's a collaborative process. Also, the, the last core condition is, is um, UPR, which is an acronym for Unconditional Positive Regard. So in, in other words, it's having belief, it's having hope, that positive hope for our pupils to grow and fulfil their true potential. And I think that is something that should be asked to every member of staff that works in James Ridley Academy because without it, there's no point of sitting in front of pupils. A lot of our pupils are going to come in thinking that they haven't got the abilities, they haven't got what it takes to grow or develop. They've probably experienced rejection from whatever, wherever they've come from before to think that they just they don't have what it takes. However, every member of staff within this school does believe every single day that our pupils can progress and develop. And that is one of our main philosophies here, that everybody can come here and work with us and we can work with everybody. So although that may sound quite theoretical and some of you listening may be thinking, this is maybe this is a bit of mumbo-jumbo. How do we put that into practice? So I thought I'd give a few examples of what may happen on a day-to-day -day basis um, for a member of staff at James Brindley Academy. So, for example, one thing that is a very common theme in schools is challenging behaviour. That is something we experience here on a day-to-day -day basis. So how do we put these core conditions into practice within the classroom? Well, an old textbook school example might be a pupil messes around, but they're doing something silly. They may tip a table over, swear at somebody. Maybe an old-fashioned teacher might say, stop that, go report to the principal's office. You are being very disrespectful, you are being rude, and Sanjay doesn't like this. It's very directive, it's very instructional. It also sounds quite confrontational, if you... If, I think, and I think uh, we've all been pupils once before. I hated being told what to do. I think I still do, actually. Um, so the person-centred approach would actually have us to practice our core conditions, recognise that, actually, yeah, the pupils tipped the table over, but we want to go that extra level beyond. Why have they tipped that table over? What, what's that about? So generally, on a day-to-day -day basis, I will always start off with that. What's happened? What's going on? So people already know, I'm not antagonising them, that I want to step into their world. I'm also going to be congruent with them and say, when you did that, when you tipped that table over, it made me a bit uncomfortable, it startled me. So I'm not telling them that they've necessarily done anything wrong, 
But I'm being congruent and letting them know that, well, this is causing a level of disruption here. And there's probably six other pupils in the room that are also getting distracted and potentially anxious. So the pupil's getting this information as I'm, as I'm speaking it. And in terms of unconditional positive regard, you, might find, you may find yourself, and we all do it because we're only human, we may find ourselves being slightly directive. However, if we've got that unconditional positive regard for our pupils, because something I always say to them a lot if they're struggling or I'm struggling to manage the situation is, I think you can make the right decision. I think you can make the right choice. I think, I think you're going to do a really good thing here. I think you're going to do amazing whether I'm talking in the long term or the short term. And it's surprising really how effective that truly is and how many pupils have responded to that. It's been essential in every single day of my working life at James Brindley. And I've been able to create really, really positive working relationships with pupils. And I've, I find it really odd now how pupils respond back to me so honestly, um, sometimes a bit too honest, especially when they're talking about my hair. It really hurts. But at the end of the day, if they're being congruent, that's what I want. No relationship is perfect. But they always say honesty is a core ingredient, and it is. It's where, it's where that congruence comes in. And also, some of you may be thinking now, okay, you've talked a bit about behaviour. How does that aid their academic learning? Well, if you think, one of the key things that has made James Brindley Academy so successful and why it still attracts more pupils, is that we are still able to make that academic progress, but we look at the child as a whole. We're a holistic school that wants to take the whole picture in. That's, where theory, that's what person-centred theory was based on. It's a holistic approach. So when we are working with pupils, when we focus on this process, when we're trying to facilitate the right learning environment, developing those powerful relationships the pupils are not not only are we going to identify what pupils have strengths in the pupils will recognize themselves what they have strengths in they will recognize for themselves what they want which is only going to improve their emotional well-being in school but also their motivation when a pupil finally figures out that sir i want to be a musician but we've been just trying to teach them english and maths and science then we can say okay we can incorporate music. Can we do a bit of music and then maybe do do the one do the two times table? Yeah, that's worked. So we also gotta be quite creative. But obviously, how do we how do we unlock those key features and key characteristics or beliefs? Um and that's where we think the pupil centered approach come is really, really in effect, it's really, really in process and powerful. Um, what I did want to finish on for this podcast is that it's a lot to try and cover in the space of, uh, of, the, of the time we've had scheduled today but I think as long as you hold those core conditions in your brain and really think about that every time you're communicating with a pupil even if you're communicating with staff it's a very very strong self-awareness tool if you're struggling with any of the core conditions as a as a staff member, as a parent, as a pupil with your friend, it's it's because maybe something's not particularly right with yourself, as in maybe you need a break, maybe you need to take care of yourself a bit. 
because that's the only way it can work. It's a collaborative process. It's a collaborative approach. And our James Binley Academy teamwork is a very, very strong element that where we hope our pupils are taken from us. So to conclude, I just want to finish off with a famous quote from Carl Rogers, which is that a person cannot teach another person directly. A person can only facilitate another's learning. So it isn't goal-orientated. We just want to facilitate the process that our pupils are going to be learning with. And the key thing is with, because it's not something that we necessarily have to be the experts of. Uh, we want to work in line with them collaboratively. Um, I hope what I've said today has made sense. It made sense when I made notes. However, as I'm talking, I'm kind of kicking myself thinking, God, I don't even know if that makes sense to myself. But I hope you can take something from it and that uh, yeah, it can benefit you in one way or another. Thank you. We hope you found this podcast informative and interesting. To get involved in the conversation, head to our social media pages and use the hashtag JBA podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel to never miss any of our podcasts. Thanks for listening.